calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to explore American history. You're the relentless patriot. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, the relentless patriot friend. Good evening, fellow Relentless Patriots. This is Relentless Patriot Frank, and welcome to another awesome episode of everything to do with our country, everything to do with patriotism, because now is the time to be relentlessly patriotic. Uh, Joining me tonight will be Relentless Patriot John, and um, we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, being that it's Veterans Day weekend and whatnot, and the current status of our election and everything to do with the corruption that the Democrats have in store for us. Um, look, we're, we're in a very pivotal point, as you guys know. And it's time people start waking up even further to what they already know about the election process, about how many states have already fudged the numbers and thrown away the ballots. We see all these different reports coming in. Uh, if you look at the... Uh, typical situation in Pennsylvania and Arizona. I mean, how is it that these states that have, let's just say, completely turned red, all of a sudden magically get the bluest, the bluest votes ever, and these Democrat governors are able to be installed uh, once more? Same thing here, obviously, with um, all our local governments and our, our, our mayors and cities and states. It, it's grotesque to see how many people quote unquote voted Democrat in a fair and elect you know, in a fair election system that's definitely rigged at this point. Uh, John, I'm gonna bring you in real quick. And again I want to welcome all of you guys to Relentless Patriots because we have something that no other podcast, no other live video, no other patriotic post can possibly have. Because we read from our forefathers. We definitely, you know, talk about what is needed at this point to defeat evil. You know, doesn't talk about the things we talk about at times. And that is the direct difference. All right, here we go. So I just want to kick off basically by saying is that, yeah, there's a lot of things that are going on in this country. Um, as far as we can both see is, you know, where things stand. It's very pivotal and it's a very, um, how do I say, needless to say that we're at a point in our country, right? Well, it doesn't matter if you're right, left, blue, green, orange, right? We call come together on, on the one thing is that there's got to be accountability, you know? Especially Absolutely for both, has to be accountability, yes. Especially for both sides, because no matter how you want to slice and dice with these people, there's been no accountability, like I've been saying, for whatsoever. I mean, you look across the board, like, I remember elections when they used to just take a night, and that was it. You found out these results. These results are now on taking for, you know, about, like, weeks, or, or sorry, from days to now weeks. I mean, this is, this is extremely inappropriate as far as where things stand. So... You know, back then, it was that, like I said, once again, is that you had these people that are counting votes saying that, you know, we stand for you know, the solidarity, we want to make sure we have a secure election, but these elections aren't secure. You know, they have, it was like two, three years ago, when actually when Trump ran, you know, we had basically a thing called Dominion. Or, or, and, and, come on, because <laughs> it's a complete joke. Yeah, which is a foreign entity voting system from the start. We've replaced all our original systems and voting machines with, with what do you think is actually going to happen because of that? You have globalists running the show. You have globalists rigging our voting systems. I mean, look, in France, they, didn't, they, they did a paper ballot uh, voting system. They got rid of their Dominion servers, and they were able to 
figure out who won the election in one day. And this is across the entire, the entire country and every single uh, province that they had. There was no election fraud. None whatsoever until, like I said, up until recently, until the 2020 election basically transpired. And that's exactly where we're in. But just aside, like, I mean, this is the thing, too, is that people are saying that the majority of this country, let's just be straight on, it's red, right? Like the way we vote, as a two, since we're running a, a two-party system, right, which the, family, which the forefathers said not to do. But for some reason, we actually have unreasonably doubt to actually not, you know, take their advice because we've let people of higher power and higher standing actually, you know, manipulate, sorry, manipulate and take hold of the system. You know, it's just, it's completely disgusting. Like I said, and once again, is that we allow the people because nobody has the um, the courage to actually stand up and say, no, this is completely unconstitutional. You guys should not be doing this whatsoever in the slightest clue. It's unbelievable how many voting machines all had scanning issues or connection issues, even in my own local town. When I went to go vote for everything Republican, magically the machine stopped working. And I had to go into another machine in which they tried magically to you know, put my ballot through, I don't know how many times until they got it to work. I mean, this is no longer conspiracy, people. Voting has been rigged in this country for a very long time. Now it's even more so with the Dominion Service fully taking over every single aspect of our voting process. That's exactly it. Well put. But, you know, like I said, this, this, these incidents keep happening. Like, I know, like, for instance, like Ron DeSantis, the reason, like, if you look at it, right, that what happened was he took the election integrity so serious. That's why you don't have any fraudulent stuff going down Florida. You know, and it's pretty funny because Florida has a higher population, to, as I understand, over Arizona, and Arizona's still counting votes. I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. That's right. You know, it's funny about uh, some of the voting machines, too, uh, for what I read and all these various different posts. And some people are actually sneaking videos of what the machines did. As soon as you chose Republican, I mean, such, very similar to my situation, right? But as soon as you chose Republican, all hell broke loose with the machines. Some crashed. Some had to be restarted. Um, but minute you chose Democrat, no problem. I'm reading this this one article too, where obviously this woman reports that she's finding election ballots in a ravine in the Santa Cruz Mountains of all places. Like where 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 are votes going? For goodness' sake, even people are doing paper ballots. Things are going missing. The poll watchers aren't watching the polls. Well, it's pretty funny enough to say, well, just to add, to add some, uh, you know, irony here. I saw a post dash to Sue that said, please don't let me vote Democrat when I die. <laughs> but I mean, exactly. Please don't let me vote Democrat when I die, because that's that's always going to be the story. Um, guys, look. America is in peril. We've been saying this for a long time. The LGBT agenda, the NWO agenda, the eco-friendly agenda, all these agendas constitute to one thing. Everything is pointing towards human depopulation and decimation. They don't care about our votes. They don't care about babies being born. They don't care about families remaining strong. They don't care about our faith being strong. They don't care about America or humanity being strong. These people are transhumanist, inhumane people. And, and I don't even consider Democrats American at this point or anybody that wants to go against the Constitution and the framing of it from what our forefathers had once uh, you know, fought so hard for. I mean, where are we going as a nation? Why is it that no one's able to see this bigger picture of the grand scheme and just pretend uh, to keep their head in the sand and act like there's nothing going on? And once again, that's, that's exactly where we're at as far as where things stand. You know, we're 
we're, we're, I guess we're, it's like you said earlier, it's kind of parallel and it's kind of crazy to think that we're in this, this, uh, not a clip. We're basically, it's almost like we're stuck, right? Because we have, or actually more, more or less like a stranglehold, right? For freedom over tyranny. Because no matter how you want to slice and dice this, this whole situation could easily been avoided if people basically show up like, they, and I'm not saying like January 6th style, because uh, I mean, how do I put this? Within the, within the sense of everybody just showed up, like people like you and I went there and said, listen, like, no, this is going to stop. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves because that's what needs to happen. There has to be more accountability, you know. And, yeah, I, want, and like, I want and I want to make this, right. this known. Me, me, with me saying this is that I am not endorsing anyway any type of, type of violence right. because we you know Democrats like to misconstrue and take people's words out of context. So let this known be right now is that I'm not saying that condone violence. I'm saying is that there needs to be a present there saying that look, look, like this is we're not dead people voting. We're just not a number. Like we're actually the legit hardworking class that makes this country run, you know and. That's the point of, of the president that actually needs to be explained. There we go. I think there's some microphone there, kid. <laughs> yeah. Now? yeah, yeah, I think you're moving around the phone. Yeah. All right. So look, it's it's even to the point where Democrats are campaigning on the claim that the fate of our democracy, keyword again, is on the ballot today. Like like uh, you take comedian Bill Maher, jackass who wants to be a conservative magically, but then he wants to retract anything conservative and talk about democracy again. And to solve the alleged uh, information crisis and preserve their political power, Democratic billionaires are spending tens of millions of dollars promoting fake news outlets to manipulate gullible voters. You know, like, the left is faking some news by disguising partisan advertising as information from legitimate local publications. You know, you take Democrat oper operatives, George Soros funded, uh, you know, even Reid Hoffman, uh, whose misinformation efforts, guys, have previously helped Democrats flip a U.S. Senate seat in Alabama. These are architects of doom and gloom. Yeah. <clears throat> really don't get that there's more than just fake news out there, even on the right side of the political spectrum. You know, they're talking about, oh, just trust Trump. But meanwhile, Trump's bashing conservatives and not joining up with everyone or trying to unify the party. So, you know, and you should... Yeah. Be calling certain people rhinos that aren't rhinos. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I I agree with that statement. But as far as like I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and basically like I said, as much as I'm a Trump fan, I'm not gonna sit here and basically say that the man doesn't have. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to use the word ego, but that's kind of what it is. Because the problem is this: even with the vaccines, right? Like I was watching the interview with Candace Owens earlier, and he was saying he goes, "Oh well, I don't support mandates, which is great. Like obviously nobody supports mandates. However, I think everybody should get it. It's like no, it's like dude, it's like you can't have both. <laughs> that's correct. You can't have both. No. You can't have both. It's either basically you stick to your guns and say, like, you know, literally and figuratively saying, hey, look, you know what? I don't agree with this. I don't think people should get the vaccine like Ron DeSantis said. You know, like Ron DeSantis is very against the mandates, very against people actually saying that, you know, listen, you should not lose your job. You know, it's almost like the analogy with where someone, you know, here's the fisherman. He basically has like, the, the dollar dangling. It's like the same exact analogy with the job. You know, with the vaccine, it's like all you have to do is say exactly what we want you to do and, and take this shot and you'll basically and you come quietly. But it's like, no, it's like, I'm not going to come quietly because I've, I've studied the history books. I, the, the, the vectors, sorry, the vectors in history have shown us that there's always been a, an abuse of power when it comes to especially people, you know, in, in government. Absolutely, there has been. Uh, there's a cool post by Wall Street apes that, that uh, watches Wall Street and its corruption. They go to say this, the election should be off. It was just proven that the Democrats just laundered money through a Ukraine war fund and then were given back the money as donations to fund their campaigns. The military should move in, arrest the traitors, arrest everyone involved. The story should be told to the world and then we can have elections. 
This is as serious as it gets. Hashtag treason. Yeah, no. Well, like I said, that's just... I'm not surprised. You know, like, you have, you have, you have underground bohemian groves. You have, you have Democrat elites and celebrities just pumping out uh, advertising after advertising, telling everyone to vote, vote blue. Or you're not for, uh, you know, American legitimate uh, elections. And I don't get that. What, what's, well, let me get this straight, poll watchers and Democrats. How is it that you guys want to wait until the very, very end, even after Election Day for weeks on end, and you want to count all the votes? You, I mean, we have the most sophisticated, advanced voting machines out there. You know, it's supposed to be hassle-free, and yet, oh, no, no, we need, a, we need additional time to count all the ballots and votes. It's, it's so that way they can just put in some more dead people and illegal immigrants. Oh, we got, we're missing 100 votes here. We're actually losing. Let's get a bus full of immigrants from the border and bring them up to Pennsylvania so they can vote for the, uh, the guy from the Goonies, Fetterman. Well, you know, it's funny. If you look at that race, right, like there's nobody in there. I'm, just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just at a loss of words. But if you look at like the state of PA, right, and the actual – you had two kids that were running, right? A guy who has been in the medical career, actually the, medical, the professional medical career basically his entire life, right, to a guy who's an ex-convict. I mean, this is seriously the, the, the best this country has to offer? Are you kidding me? And I'm not knocking Dr. Oz for his career and stuff like that because, you know, right. he's very much a constitutionalist, conservative. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I actually support him, obviously, way over Fetterman because, you know, that's, that's like – it's almost like it's – how do I put it? It's almost like comedic in a way, you know, the fact that you want to basically – No, it is. It's just like, it's just like how Biden magically won, correct. And not only that, but it's like an, also an insult not just to the people, but it's also an insult to Dr. Oz as well. Because think about this. Like I said, this man is a, is a professional doctor and basically been in the medical field and studying medic practice, medical practice basically his entire life. And yet you bring along some ex-con. Like, that's a complete insult to the, his counterpart. If you actually want to call People barely tried at all. I mean, look at Fetterman, for goodness sake. You want to show up in a hoodie, not even a suit? No, he shows up in a hoodie, and he basically, you know, comes in shorts. I mean, like the way you're saying yourself is like, it's not candidate material. I want you guys to, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Not to mention, too, the fact that what really, really, really perturbed me is the fact that when he came out, like, dressed as a cross-dresser on, on, on the Pride thing in an interview, and he's still wearing the same exact shorts, I'm like, this is what you people are voting for? I'm like, this kind of person that has no sense of direction for the country? But yet, when he hops on, he goes, good night, everybody. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> we, we just automatically assume that uh, the elections are fair when people like that get into office, correct? <laughs> here's a Here's a a crazy video that was taken, and I believe this is down in Maricopa County. Uh, I'm not sure if that's Arizona or not, but this is what this guy had to say. Now, he's just a poll worker, okay? But this person was videotaping him, and here's... Can you repeat from the beginning and repeat that? So what happens is we have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is okay? The other tabulator is taking about 75% successful. So 25% of them are being misread, and it could be a printer issue. Um, it could be a printer issue. 75% we're taking in. Put it into what's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually, or whether it gets refended into our tabular. It gets read. As this guy was, as this poll worker was talking about the machines and how they're going down, how they're taking in 75% of the votes, there were people leaving from the election lines in droves. Droves. The one lady's like, I'm, I'm going to come back tomorrow. So they're disenfranchising people to show up and actually cast their ballot. 
Well, n not not only that, right? But like it's like Carol Lake and Trump were saying was that like, and this is the one that everybody agreed on, right? Especially they said, do not leave the line, do not get, you know, do not leave that line at all because that's exactly what they want you. This is another tactic, another ploy for people not to vote. I mean, speaking of Carrie Lake, though, I, I just want to get this thought in before we get too crazy and jump around. But like I said before, the whole thing with Arizona, right? Like, how is a woman like Katie Hobbs? Like I said, you know, you got these people like Katie Hobbs, John Fetterman, um, certain people, that one guy, Alan Jordan, that that's a complete wackadoo. Right. How are these people? This is the best the Democrat Party has to offer. I mean, these people have no cognitive skills, no uh, public speaking skills either. You know, you look at, you know, straight up Katie Hobbs. Like, there was an interview where the guy asked her, he goes, how exactly are you going to help the Latino community? And her answer was, Frankie, I kid you not. Um, um, well, uh, you see here, uh, 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 my, my brother-in-law's sister or something like that, some family member spoke Spanish, and he, she goes, I spoke uh, Porquito speak. It's like, what? It's like, it, it's just, it's a, it's a complete, it's asinine. It, it, that's like saying my friend is black. I, I mean, like, or, or like, you know, my, uh, my sister's married to a Latino person, so therefore I must love that Latin. Oh, uh, where's your viable proof that you actually give a crap? You know, like, about anybody. That's not your race or anyone that's uh, impoverished. I mean, these Democrats are so freaking condescending as is. They're so virtue signaling as is. They think they can speak for anybody else in any type of impoverished city or state. And, uh, you know, they're going to set the rules, the rules and the precedents for everybody. That's exactly. That's like I was having a um, I was having a chat yesterday with uh, with Vinny. And we were talking. I was saying, you know, I'm like, what makes you laugh? I said, I mean, look at take a man like take a man like, for instance, like Fred, I was making the comparison between Frederick Douglass and Kanye West. Now, a lot, a lot of people are going to be like, what, how do you make that comparison? But here, here's what I'll explain. So as we both knew is that Frederick Douglass is actually very intelligent, spoke nothing but the truth, and, you know, as far as basically for, for the freedom movement. However, here's the thing, though. There's certain things he said, right? And this is where, this is where Kanye West comes into. Now, Frederick Douglass was taught how to read and how to write by his quote-unquote handlers, if you will, or slave owners. <laughs> um, <laughs> slave owners, yeah. They basically, they taught him. So here's the thing, though, is that those people that basically that were in bed and that were rich and stuff like that, just like consumer now today's, they were liberal because guess what? Most of those liberals in this country have money. Uh, the two just for some reason go hand in hand. You know, I'm not saying there's not, there's not conservative people or influence that have money, but it's, it's a rare, it's like trying to find a ruby in a, in a coal mine. It's very rare. Right. Or, or a dime, excuse me. But the point I was trying to make, the reason why I was comparing him to Kanye West is because the same exact way Kanye West had handlers and had people try to tell him what to do, it was no other different from Frederick Douglass. You know, his handlers are saying, this is exactly how it is, and this is what you're going to say, and this is how you're going to do it, because you can't think that way. God forbid, if you think this way, we're going to basically hold you accountable and say you're no longer associated with us. And that's the same exact thing what they're trying to do with Kanye West and the same exact thing they did with Frederick Douglass, you know? Because there's even certain things that were misconstrued that me and Vinny were talking about with Frederick Douglass that, that was never even said, or it was actually manipulated. <laughs> right. Um, the whole Civil War, you know, situation that our country have been through have really established this immoral presence mm -hmm. or immoral reality that defined the rest of how our country came to be. Now, I'm not mocking the past. I'm not saying, uh, you know, things should have been different, but in several different ways, things should have been different. Now, I know if the past was changed, you, me, and a lot of people would have probably existed. Things would have came out a little differently, but People are not learning from the past, and they're not learning from the Civil War. They're not learning from the Revolutionary War. They're not learning from any type of socialistic, Marxist country, a communistic country that has set such a ridiculous, um, tyrannical procedure over the whole entire world. And vaccines are good. Masks are special. That means you're being, quote-unquote, safe. 
and that uh, you should be in fear for your lives and run to the government for every solution. I mean, this cannot be what being a human is. Being just an obedient worker that, that's smart enough to push a machine and do paperwork, just like George Carlin would say. It's just the, the, the amount of compliance <clears throat> is, is mind-baffling. But you got people got at least two or three of the jabs to see how many people just allow the election fraud to keep happening. There should be mobs of angry patriots surrounding these places, you know, saying, hey, we want these ballots recounted correctly. Otherwise, we're going to do it. Yeah, no, and I, I will say this too, is that like, I'm, I'm actually very disappointed within, within the state of New York because, you know, Kathy Hochul, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Cause I got banned for, for Facebook for calling her, you know, uh, explicit word. <laughs> that um, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it you know, clean on here. But the bottom line is this, is that you look at someone like Kathy Hochul, right, and her credentials and where she came from and how exactly she became the first woman governor. It's all a bunch of malarkey, and I'll tell you why. Because if you look at basically the way she runs the state, like, who has the audacity to basically say, I'm a mother of, of, of 54, or, uh, I'm just showing a number out there. I'm a mother of X amount of counties. So first of all, you're not my mom because mama didn't raise no bitch for, for two months. <laughs> That's the truth. And you're going to say, Absolutely. Oh, you're not my mom. You'll never be my mom. You'll never tell me what to do. And you know, I'm going to get some flack list and I, I don't care. There's, there's, there's two things, especially men, like you men and I, or, sorry, like men, how do I put it? men of character, men who work, and men who have a, such an honor, honorable creed. You're a, first of all, you're running as a woman. And second of all, you're running as a Democrat. Nobody's going to take you seriously in, the, in that state whatsoever. No, no for what it is now if you get someone like Carrie Lake who is how I put Republican strong independent courteous and actually has a backbone as a woman people will back for you and actually will die for you because you know that those are the, the values that men like not these little soy boy you know um, beta you know like cock women <laughs> that's right because uh, that's happening more and more to not just our generation but every generation after that I see so much of that going on as you know, I teach uh, children on a daily basis, and I just see, like, you know, certain parents and certain kids just not being what they're supposed to be, you could say, or not being normal boy or girl. You know, it's just the quite, you know, quite and complete opposite, especially if you're in a blue state where that's what they're being taught. That's what they're seeing. You know, everything everything to do with Disney and, and, and video games and the different cultures inside all the books that they're reading and the craft that they're learning at school. I mean, it was even to the point where my barber was telling me that his school brought school forced his kid to bring home a a piece of paper that asked him how you feel today. Do you feel like a boy? Do you feel like a girl? Here's what to do if you feel like a girl. Wear a dress. Do this. Do that. I it was like check boxes for children, and I'm like, this kid is like in seventh grade. People, I mean, why is it that? we even allowed that like even for the kid to bring that home you know he, he was appalled and i said if you're appalled then it's time to go into the school and drag out the person that gave that disgusting worksheet to your child from the start it's it's time not to play nice nice with these people they're the ones corrupting our children i mean i just recently shared a a crazy uh, drag queen story time uh you know celebrity uh, post at the NJEA, and it's with children and two freaking dressed up adults in rainbow clothing, drag queen style. I just, I can't. The NJEA convention, Atlantic City, and again, in another impoverished city.
where you're seeing most of this stuff is normal. When I went down to New York City a couple months ago, John, mm -hmm. I saw Black Lives Matter mural after Black Lives Matter mural everywhere I freaking went, where any building that I decided to walk by, okay, nothing but posters about, about being inclusive. We are an inclusive store. Minorities welcome. Like, are we really virtue signaling that we don't have to show <laughs> that we're that we're racist or not racist or like like it's okay to it's okay to shop here. You'll be safe. Like safe spaces in grocery stores and safe spaces in retail centers. Safe spaces everywhere. Like I mean, let me let me tell everyone what actual reality is. There is no safe space. Anywhere you go, you can walk out of your door and suddenly just get shot or get run over by a bus, whatever it is, especially if you're in the inner cities. So what do you mean by safe space? My, minority Safe Center. You look at the Anti-Defamation League, which is now a worldwide-owned organization. They're the ones setting the precedence for all the employee uh, manuals that most companies that, are, that have gone woke are using now to hire people. Mm -hmm. And if you guys don't believe me, go to ADL.com or look up Anti-Defamation League uh, employee manuals, and you'll see that most corporations that, yes, donated the BLM, that, yes, donated the Project Act Blue, that, yes, supported Democrat candidates, have all bought into this. I agree. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, so I, I do. I just want to say this too. With all that being said, and like I said, guys, is that you know the things we're saying out here is not to be taken, you know, to be taken with utmost seriousness because we're, like I said before, we're at a time where we're basically losing the nation. Like I was telling Frankie earlier, this country's being put through, like, like through, it's really being strangled, like, like, like a snake, right? Like it's like, like we're the rat, and the, and the snake is basically the elite and the actual powers that be at hand. And there's only so much air we have left and so much breathing room before we actually right. pass. Snake has been treaded upon, people. So I will say this. I'm going to start by saying this because this is the most important thing. Ever since we basically start going away from this, that's when we start losing our nation. Once it starts right. start being tampered along with the Bible and everything else, like these are, that's what they always said. God and guns are, or sorry, God's, God and the Constitution are basically the most utmost important thing for every society because a lot of our principles and stuff like that was based off, obviously, Rome and the Athens and everything else because hence where democracy and republic came from. And as far as the culture goes, and the point where I'm getting along with this, Frankie, I'm going to explain, is that if you look at every single society, these great societies have once fallen because they were too arrogant and too basically pessimistic to realize their ways. So it's either basically we fix the problem now or we're going to basically be a, a demise like the people were in Rome and everywhere else. Correct. I'm going to start by saying this from Article, article 2 of the Constitution. Uh, Constitution excuse me. A well-regulated militia being, uh, one second, being necessary to security of a free state the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed, period. That's how it should be, period. They have no right to sit here and basically tell you what to do your constitutional rights, especially that one alone. That That's should be right. more than Second Amendment all day. Come and take it. That's why I'm saying that you know, if we don't have our Second Amendment and we start losing all these, these ground rights, we're going to have nothing left, period. I mean, it's pretty funny. I was just, just going through the Fifth Amendment, and it says no person shall be held or shall answer to for capital, meaning capital punishment, or infamous crime, unless a, a present or indictment. Basically saying that, like, you have to have, like, feasible cause, you know, feasible cause or probable cause, rather. 
And the thing is, the January 6th thing is that there are certain people that were there that shouldn't have been, should actually, right. support they were automatically considered guilty time. for being there. And yeah. I, know, unfortunately, I've known some of these people, they're still being held as political prisoners. And some of them uh, recently got put out on bail, and now they're being treated like they're common criminals. And that's exactly my point. So not only were their Fourth and Fifth Amendment, oh, sorry, their Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights were actually extremely violated because even this part at the bottom, it even talks about them, you know, it says, uh, let's see, do, 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 where am I? A grand, okay, uh, grand jury accept the cases and they're rising and they're rising in the land, meaning army, obviously, they got naval forces or in the militia. The militia is, I'm going to put this bluntly. The militia is basically supposed to be us. That's what JFK designed, special forces and everything else, because when, if, it, if and when it goes rogue, I'm not going to be saying who's going rogue, but I'm just going to keep it at that. We're, the special forces job is to basically set up shop and basically help everybody out. And like I said, you guys don't know what that means. That's on you, but that's all, I'm going to leave it like that. You know, so that's the whole thing about this whole constitution, about the Bill of Rights and, you know, knowing basically where you stand because th these, these times are evident. And you know what? I love these people out there saying that God isn't real and, you know, I'm an atheist. There's people that are saying, like, you know, what makes you laugh is that I was watching Andrew Tate and he goes, the whole thing with God and about being an atheist, he goes, the people that basically are even atheists will say in their last moment, oh, God, please help me. Right. And, you know, that reminds me of what Relentless Patriot Vinny said about yeah. how Lincoln and most of his uh, staff were all atheists. Yeah. Uh, they didn't believe in God, which is, which is crazy and outlandish to begin with. Uh, before we go on to the next segment, guys, I'm going to read something. This was pre-revolution yeah. and also pre-French and Indian War. This was a great sermon given by Reverend Jonathan Mayhew, who um, delivered it January 30th, 1750 at Harvard, of all places. But he was talking about civil resistance and how, like, the... You guys got to remember something about the French and Indian War. This is what I'm fascinated about. This is where Britain was trying to raise money against, you know, the French and the Indian allies. They were trying to tax the crap out of the people already. And then after the fact, or the aftermath of the war, and still continue to do as such. This was actually before it started. But again, he talks about what Britain was doing to them already. The taxes, the, um, uh, the limitation of their rights. So he talks about and says this. A spirit of domination is always guarded against, both in church and state, even in times of apparent security. Civil tyranny is usually small in the beginning. That's a, that's a pretty impressive thing for him to say back then. Like the drop in a bucket, till at length like a mighty torrent or the raging waves of the sea. It bears down in all before it and deluges whole countries and empires. Thus it is also as to leading to tyranny, the most cruel, intolerant, and impious of any. From small beginnings, it exalts itself above all, which is called God, and that is worship. So let's talk about that real quick. The Democrats think they're God. The Democrats think they can count all the votes. The Democrats think they can make all the rules. The, the, the globalists think that they can control what everybody says and does. They think, and also they're playing around with God. They're playing around with science and biology. That's a great mural, by the way, if you guys aren't seeing it. Uh, that John's showing right now. I mean, these guys, we're talking about our forefathers here. They were God-fearing, respecting, and loving men. They didn't believe in tyranny over, and over another. So anyway, the reverend goes on to say, people have no security against being unmercifully priest-ridden, but by keeping all imperious bishops 
and other clergymen who love to lord over God's heritage from getting their foot into the stirrups at all. For let them be once fairly mounted and may flounce and prance about to no purpose, and they will at length be so jaded and hacked by these reverend jockeys that they will not even have spirit enough to complain that their backs are galled. Tyranny brings ignorance and brutality along with it. It degrades men from their just rank into the class of brutes. It dampens their spirits. It suppresses arts. It extinguishes every spark of noble ardor and generosity in the breasts of those who are enslaved by it. There is nothing great or good where its influence reaches. It therefore becomes every lover of truth and of humankind, every true lover of God and of the Christian religion, to bear a part in opposing this hateful monster. And it was the desire to contribute a mite towards carrying on a defensive war against the common enemy that produces this war. Yeah, no, 100%. This is what we're talking about. The, the face of the monster, the New World Order, the elitists, the demon rats from above are raining their tyrannical crap all over us. And we don't have an umbrella, guys, big to protect us from it. So I just want to say, as you were basically you know, giving those statements and actually reading from the excerpts, I do want to say this. The reason why I was basically showing the visual, the visual representation of George Washington crossing the Delaware along with the flag is because I'm going to say this right now. If it wasn't for these guys sacrificing and putting everything on the line, this would not exist. Period. That's right. That would not during exist. Christmas. That's correct. Where everyone should have been home with their families and celebrating. No, no, no. Washington saw it an opportunity and destroyed these bastards in Trenton, which I love. Um, that's the type of men that were willing to do anything. In my opinion, John, the Delaware River represents tyranny. Mm -hmm. And it was up to the Patriots to cross over, to break through the ice, the icebergs that were there, the ice that was preventing shipping and Patriots were being thrown overboard. Like people don't understand. There was, there was a handful of men that crossed and a handful that made it over and a handful that had frostbite, a handful like that, that, that died fighting. There was even a handful that actually turned away because they couldn't deal with it no more. People are That's actually right. like the, 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 a few example guys. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the movie The Patriot. There's a scene where they're, they're in that swamp, and they're like, "Oh, forget about this. I, I I can't fight no more. I have nothing left in me." And they would just get up and leave, right? They were quitters. And you know, not once. There's a saying like I mean, I, I watched a lot, a lot of things about Navy SEALs and Special Forces, but the one thing they 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 do in Navy SEAL training is that they say if you ring that bell, you're a quitter. Some of those guys couldn't handle, it, and they rang that bell. Where Washington, or even guys like that was um jo that soldier Joseph Plummet, the one that the one that um Bill Gibson's character was based off of, they never rang the bell. The only the only bell they rang was the bell of liberty and the, bang, the bell of freedom. That was it. That's right. They didn't. They didn't. They put their lives on the line. They did. And, and you know, guys, they but actual veteranship, they put their lives on the line, just like they did. Yeah. That's you know, saying. and that's why we should celebrate veteran. And always thank a veteran, by the way, for their service because they are following in the footsteps of their forefathers. They think so or not. And, you know, within the same breath is that, like, as, like I we do want to say, you know, from the RP group is that anybody that's on this page that, that's a veteran, we want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts because you guys are the reason why we were actually free to stay along with, like, you know, our grandfathers and our ancestors. You guys, and then even the veterans as of recently, you guys, we all seriously want to thank you because, again, if it wasn't for you guys, we would not our freedom would not be the same without you guys. And that's a fact. Absolutely. We, we love our veterans. We understand what the government made you do that maybe you don't want to speak of. Um, but, you know, that's everywhere around the world. And our yeah. government, yes, although it's corrupt, 
we understand your service and your patronage to this country because you love it just like we do. Exactly. You know, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that, that like I said, especially the veterans, they don't get, that's something too, I want to talk about that. Like even they don't, they don't get the recognition or the camaraderie they actually deserve because they put so much on the line. You know, just like I said, from day to day, even when they come out, they're still not taken care of. Like it's, it's pretty pathetic that these guys, there's a certain homeless, there's a high homeless veteran population than there is, you know, with the illegals because illegals get taken care of everything. They get free room and board, free food, free everything, you know, free welfare and, and all. That's right. And they haven't, and they, yeah. although they're human, they haven't earned the right to be called an American. Sorry. No, I'm like, like, let me be honest with you guys. My, my whole thing on illegal immigration, that's a story from another time, but I will say this. Anybody that basically incriminates or breaks a federal law, like, you should be flat out be thrown back in your country because guess what? Other countries like Russia and Korea, they don't play that. They'll just shoot you on sight. I mean, we're actually nice enough. We'll actually take care of you here and then send you back with everything else. You know, if, if that, give or take. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would consider them lucky even and then because of what the Democrats have done. We're spending more and more tax money taking care of them and putting them in luxurious hotels and giving them anything they want, including uh, pregnancy papers, if you know what I mean. Because a long time ago, a certain patriot, which I love, I don't want to mention on here, but he did a lot of spying at the border in Arizona, if you know what I mean. He went down there and saw these federal agent buildings. He saw the hotels. He saw the barbed wire. He saw the private facilities where just pregnant woman after pregnant woman was just lining up, lining up with food stamps and, and private envelopes they were carrying by the busloads and being transported into our, into our country. And it makes you wonder what these federal agents were doing behind closed doors. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. I'm appalled that our government even had the audacity to do that, or the Democrats had the audacity to have that plan, so that way they just go Democrat. Well, that's exactly as I, like I said that you know almost like the whole like um how do I put it like the, the whole spectrum as far as that stuff goes. I mean again once once again that the fact that it's even going on that's mildly inappropriate. That's why Carrie Lake people like Carrie Lake or like uh, Greg Abbott down in Texas they want to secure this border and actually pick up and I mean it's funny enough because about a year ago Greg Abbott they actually started basically put he actually declared the National Guard be at the border along with basically finish the wall as well, which is great because you know what like you cannot have a strong country and not have secure borders period. And people, want, and people that want to argue that, look at, look at China, for instance. What did China do? They built a Great Wall. Why? Because it kept all the Mongols down, all the raiders, and all the crazy people that were out there. Because they knew it. A country that, that cannot defend itself without a strong border. That's right. And the, and the, the funny part is, too, there's two facts about the Great Wall. Still there, obviously, to this day. And the second thing is that you can actually see it from out of space. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's crazy. But, you know, that is true. You can see, you can see certain things from outer space, you know. I, I don't. I don't mean to deter real quick from the uh, subject at hand, but there was this one Google Earth uh, video that showed the Earth. You know, you zoomed all the way out. You were able to go and see it from a satellite that they had. And first of all, I think that's scary that Google and maybe Yahoo or other other liberal owned uh, agencies have their own private satellite feed of the Earth that you can zoom all the way in down to whatever you want to see. Like you know, Google Earth. Um, I think that's very scary. So anyway. You're able to, there was this one video that I saw that you're able to zoom all the way into a place in Colorado, I believe. And this video goes back three, four years ago. He kept zooming in and zooming in and zooming in. He found a secret military installation, you could say, with buildings. And it was in, in the shape of a pentagram. He was able to draw it. And the more he zoomed in, he saw, he saw crosses burning. He saw people in white outfits. Like, people are worshiping Satan this very second. You sure it wasn't the KKK? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what it kind of looked like, but they didn't have the pointy hats, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, like, 
you have all these secret sites and it makes you wonder how evil things truly are. You know, and um, the truth of the matter is all the people up top, I can promise you, are part of this sick shit. You know, maybe you have some few and far between that are willing to speak out against it. But look, Kanye West is demonized. Kyle Irving, demonized. You know, Chris Pratt, demonized. Even if you take Tim Tebow, even way back in the day, demonized. Mel, Mel Gibson, demonized. You know, meanwhile, they're hardcore Christians and conservatives. Well, you know, like, how, many like, other, how many yeah. other conservatives from every other group that's considered, more, you know, mainly liberal were, were casted out? And then at the same time, when we fight back, when we go from defense to offense, now they want to play victim and act like we didn't mean to say that. And now that now there's all of a sudden amnesty uh, and, and, and apologies for those that were forced to take the shots as if we're just supposed to forgive any company or forgive any Democrat or forgive anyone for that matter for making us take the jabs. For those yeah. that, anyway, it's like, so now, so let me get this straight. You've destroyed this country. You've destroyed our politics. You've destroyed our voting. You've destroyed our, our, our constitution. You've shredded it apart. And now you want to say sorry after the fact, give me a break. And then we're supposed to, uh, allow you to be in charge of anything to do with our fair election processes anyway? No. no I'm sorry. There is no exactly. more apology to be said. Or no. To be but that's exactly what they want. They want everybody to basically be a professional victim, you know, in every sense of the word. And if you look, more, like I said, more and more is that, like, that's why you have men on the rise. Like, again, like, and, I, I guess like, I'm going to keep bringing Andrew Tate a lot because that man, he basically, how do I put it? He's kind of like the Marilyn Manson, like conservatives, because <laughs> it's because of the, 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 the amount of shock he provides. Right. And, a lot of things a lot of the feminists hate because they know it's true and they, that's what they hate like i saw this one feminist she goes if you support him or like him you're no longer a man i the last time i checked i remember you actually giving me my my man card right <laughs> that's correct uh there there, there is no man ca uh, card to be had with uh fembots but you again know? a lot of these people like especially the feminists you know that are these radicals really think that they could actually tell people what to do it doesn't work that way because i'm gonna tell you right now like i said before there's frankly, there's there's a lot of men out there like us, like blue collar, hardworking small business owners, etc. Right? Like I said before, we make this country run. If it wasn't for people like our ancestors and our fathers coming from other parts of like you know Europe and you know Italy, Ireland, etc. You know, we would not have the very foundations just like our founding fathers would have. Period. Everybody agreed, and people don't realize that they're taking advantage and they're not being grateful for that very fact, and they want to blame white people for their problems. No, and like I said, I love when people, especially when especially when the black or BLM goes. Well, we were slaves. We want for our reparations. Let me tell you something right now. My great grand sorry, my great grand ancestors were from Ireland and from Italy. What about them? My ancestors that were over in Ireland, right? They had the potato famine by the British. My ancestors over in Italy that basically were trying to escape Mussolini's uh, tyrannical, sorry, tyrannical regime. That's right. Every culture has enslaved its its own culture and other cultures. So, what are you going to tell me next? That I should go after like Mussolini, or that I should, you know, and and his family, and like, you know, because there, there's still his gravesite still exists in Italy. I'm mm -hmm. surprised no one took a flamethrower to that piece of garbage, just, you know, burial ground. But I understand you shouldn't disturb, disturb the dead. But if you ask me, people like that don't deserve to be honored. No. Whatsoever. I mean, but also got number two, is within the same breath, I will say this is that, yeah, I mean, obviously he did some horrible things, just as, just as bad as Stalin. However, his gravesite should not be uh, not not how I put it. it should not be like you know uh, like glorified, but it should be basically said like this is what happens 
when you basically do stuff to people and you are a tyrannical leader, that, that should be the message across the board because guess what? At the end of the day, guess who hung them? We the people. <laughs> yeah, we the people need to find out a better solution to this ongoing problem. You know, um, with all the information that's coming out, especially if you take Alex Jones, he was reporting about Texas, about every single city, magically ended up, uh, for the most part, voting blue, even in the more patriotic ones. I mean, how can people not tell that they're putting in these fake ballots? Well, let's be fake honest here. ballots yeah. all day. Well, let's be honest here. You know, like, that's exactly it. Like I said, as far as where things stand, like I said, we know them from these past two elections. The country, without a doubt on my mind, like I said, we're going by a two-party system, whether you be libertarian like myself, whether you be conservative or constitutional, whatever you want to call it, right? We know for a fact, right, this is the, the mere fact is that the majority of the country is red and, will, and is dark red. You know, I mean, obviously, of certain pockets of areas are more democratic and liberal. Right. But those are mainly cities. It's pretty funny because even, even, the, even the place where I work at, right, the majority of the people that I actually work with, I, really didn't, I thought they were Democrat, are actually conservative and vice versa, you know? <laughs> That's all it takes is a conversation. You know, look at the map for when Trump was uh, running. It lit up red. You know what I'm saying? It lit up freaking red. If you look at even some of the electoral, uh, you know, local towns and counties, they all lit up red. But somehow, Democrats won. Somehow, the race was just always close, as they say. Oh, they, we, we, we barely won. We barely won. It was always close, to, according to them. No. But let, let's just... You know, no. let's, let's, I'm sorry. Like, in, in an all-red county, how is it that the, that the person that was running on the right and left, somehow magically on the left, is, is, is close? The, the, the process was close. The votes were close. Uh, we were off by 50 votes. Like, what? But let's just not let's just not deter away from you know, not, not you know let's not you know get off track here as far as the things goes those things are really important. But there's one state in particular, I believe it was I think it was uh, was it Pennsylvania? No, it wasn't Pennsylvania. Shoot, which state was it? I think it was Wisconsin. Yeah, it was Wisconsin. You had a Republican, a Democrat, and then you had an Independent. Okay. Which most people actually haven't voted Independent. You know, usually Independents usually don't make primaries, or they usually don't make you know make it as big. But this Independent actually did, and they were so close to winning. To beating out both candidates, which I was like, I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. But they didn't get in because a Democrat ended up taking that, uh, taking hold of that county or whatever that place. Magically was. and amazing, and it goes on and on there. It's crazy. You know? And this is the thing too, like I said before, is that the two party system's got to go. Like it, it, it's got to be trashed and tossed aside because you know what? We're not. It should be basically, for instance, like back in the day, they used to have different parties, right? Like uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he's part of the Bull Moose Party, right? They're basically conservative. Like basically the Patriot Party, the Patriot Party of back then. And you have all these different parties. That's exactly what it should be. Each each representative should be from a representative from their party. Right. Something like you know, it's like it's like when you go shopping for a car, right? You have all these different manufacturers, all these different deals. Well, I mean, look, we we uh, that, that's absolutely correct. I mean, yeah. we technically have that, but at the same time, it's not represented properly. It's it's poorly representative. I mean, my party. Well, in right. terms of voting, in yeah. terms of voting, the votes are too because the votes are too separated. Like, let's just say you do have that third person. A libertarian, like you said, or like an actual conser a staunch conservative. Yeah, they they are helping to separate the votes against the Democrats. All the Democrats vote Democrat. Even if you're a libertarian and you're more of a leftist with your beliefs, you're going to be voting Democrat at the end of the day, and not and not actual Libertarian Party. Which True. is so the votes are being split up to the point where you know the Republican and Conservative Party aren't linking together to beat out the Democrat. From what I can see, too, and it's because it's, that that shouldn't be. But it's funny because, like, even there's a lot of people even even leaving this Democratic Party now because there's even people that have like, been long-time Democrat voters their entire life. They're saying, 
This is not the party that I recognize or you know even grew up with, because what they're realizing is that the corporate media, you know, so the corporate, you know, tycoon hacks that they thought the Republican Party was what was, was actually the Democratic Party all on all, all, all the time. Right, you know, like everyone's saying Trump or DeSantis, Trump or DeSantis. Listen, if Trump cannot come out clean against the jabs, and admitting openly that the jabs have done extreme amount of damage. I'm not even sure if I should vote for him. I mean, yeah, we should. But it's like, dude, you created Operation Warp Speed. You're not owning up to the fact that these ridiculous, poisonous New World Order, you know, uh, shots and whatnot are destroying people. I mean, I had two family members that unfortunately passed away several months back to back. And they, all, and they both died from the same thing. Mild cardiitis, heart stroke, you name it. And I am... Absolutely appalled. Let alone, I've lost tons of friends from the virus itself, and people still got the shots anyway. Like, why would you want to put into your bloodstream the same thing that was killing people? Much like the flu shot. Like, and they weren't even talking about the flu shot or the flu and the flu shot. Actually, the flu killed forty thousand people alone in two thousand and nineteen, and the flu shot itself killed about double the amount. Just like the vaccines, aside from the COVID virus, the vaccines for the virus, it's been an estimated 1 million people now have officially died from the shots in the United States. One, once again, you hit the nail right say anything. Well, like I said, once again, you hit the nail right on the head as far as where those things stand. A lot of these people can't comprehend or they can't deal with the mere fact that the vaccine was actually, you know, was actually wrong. Like I said, that's the one thing I, I disagree with Trump. He has a very inflated ego about, I'm a father of war. I'm a father of kids. Like, dude, it's like, all right, calm down with your ego. Like, like bring it back down to freaking like 10 because the way you're going with this crap is, a, 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 is at 1,000. And, you know, like I said, I don't agree with Trump on that. I, I, everything else, yes. Sir, uh, the Second Amendment stuff, yes. A strong country, absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and basically disagree with you on stuff on the, on the, on the vaccines. That's not happening. No, and we shouldn't be treating him like a king. Like, you see some of these cultist members out there that, that just, just like, oh, you don't believe in freedom. Like, what do you mean? Now you sound like a Marxist. Now you sound like a Democrat. Now you're trying to virtue signal something because I simply disagree with Trump about his jabby jab jab warp speed. Like, no, I'm sorry. You need to also wake up and realize that we shouldn't just trust someone 100% of the time. You need to question your politicians. Trump is a politician at this point, correct? I mean, like I say, I mean, he, he still came as an outsider, but... right. You gotta remember this too: is that like at the end of the day, it's like people. I, I was watching this one person that's called the, they're called the gay who strayed, and it's, it's this former as well as this lesbian that's basically conservative. But um, she has this front page, and she basically called Trump out for saying these things, which I which I, I give her credit for, which is you should right. do. You show these people accountability. It doesn't matter if they're Trump, you know, a Republican, Democrat, no matter what. If a candidate says something that you don't agree with or that doesn't sound right, call them out on it. Because again, if we don't keep these people in check and we basically just let these things aside, then there's gonna be no accountability whatsoever. And you know what? Listen. People do make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Like I love when people say, "Well, yeah, well, if Trump's so perfect, you know, um, then why doesn't he do this and that?" I'm like, "Well, I'm like, you, here's one for you. Name one person that, that and actually, actually, name, name one president in U.S. history that was actually perfect." I'll wait, and they can never come up with an answer. That's correct. You know, and, and you know, we shouldn't be treating him like he's perfect either. No, I mean, like I said, he's a, he's a, he's a moral. Like I said, he's a moral man or mortal man, just like us. And that people make mistakes. And, you know, and like I said, the end of the day is that we really have to come to this conclusion that. These people need to be accountable, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. You're absolutely right. They need to be held accountable. The same way we have to Trump hold, uh, hold Trump accountable for what he's done. You know? 
There were certain things I didn't agree with, like he signed in FEMA camps to Ron DeSantis back in 2020. And no one wants to talk about that. And they still haven't been, uh, you know, uh, decommissioned in any shape or form. DeSantis yeah. uh, also had signed on for, um, you know, and he fell for it for the jabs in the beginning. He said that if you are vaccinated, then technically, like, just like Joe Biden had said, that you're not going to get sick, nothing bad's going to happen to you, especially if you got the booster. Now he wants to retract all that and said, no, now the jabs are actually hurting people and killing people. Like, I'm glad, but at the same time, you pushed it as well in the beginning. And, and let me ask you this. How can people that are at the top, you know, in all these high-level political organizations, political offices, not know that this came from and that this was directed by the New World Order? The yeah, World the Economic Forum, the WHO, the CDC, did they not see the facts? Did they blindly just looked the other way when they saw everything that was happening to everyone? How can you not see it when we can? It's like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot of people on top, especially conservative influencers that, or commentators, if you will, that don't have, how do I put it, don't have basically the, the, the concept nor reality to actually figure out and basically get this stuff aside and figure out what's wrong. I mean, look, it's a very simple fix. The bottom line is this. You basically, you start, it's almost like a tree, right? You don't start with, you, when you cut the tree down, you don't start from the top, you start from the bottom. So we have to do basically start at the bottom of them, basically start telling these, these conservative commentators or representatives that are local to basically say, listen, get out the program. It's either basically you join or you die. Simple as that. And I'm not saying like dies and actually, you know, like it's exactly what the political cartoon is, you know? Like it's really in our flag. You can see it right there, you know? And oh, yeah. Join or die. Either you get your head out of you out of you, <laughs> you know what, or we're going to have a country. And that's exactly it. Program, or you're going to be part of it. I mean, look, I mean, a lot of people even are, you know, are very uh, hyped about Elon Musk and stuff like that. I mean, listen, Elon Musk, like, okay, on the surface issues, he's great, right? Like, for instance, like, I love the fact he trolls these Democrats and stuff like that. It's, it's all fun and games. But behind closed doors, is he really basically the same person or no? Because, listen, the thing is this, Frankie, is that we'll be right, left, we, like I said before, uh, Brown, green, orange, doesn't matter what you are, right? The fact of the matter is these people have an agenda and they're going to carry out that agenda by their sponsors and by their donors. That's exactly how it is. Always, and that's how it is and that's how it's always going to be, you know? Right. But I am going to basically say this. Um, I'm going to get my final thoughts real quick before we, before we get out of here. Um, the last thing I will say is that, guys, like, liberty is basically, it's actually, it's very fragile and it's the most beautiful thing we've ever been given in this country. With that being said, is that we have to make sure we nourish it and we take care of it. Because if it's not nourished, not taken care of, it's like Washington said. It, you know, it's like a fire. It can be servant to its master, but also fierce and kill you. That's right. President Ronald Reagan had once said that liberty is one generation away from being extinct. You know, we have to preserve it. And then this is what we were talking about yesterday. Mm -hmm. We're all at the old 76 house together. Because no one is learning or understanding that liberty has to be preserved, like you said. It has to be nourished. It has to be taken care of. It has to be stood up for. Yeah, and it's like the one, it's like I would say, my, my, my go-to saying is this. People, especially in, in, in the victimhood state of, uh, of society, love being byproducts of their own demise. That's the one thing I've always said, and that's actually my quote. I, I, I'm going to pan that. <laughs> but it's the truth, though. I, I have always said that. I've always said these liberals and these so close, some of these Republicans as well, Love being proxy their own demise and love just being comfortable and cushy and stuff like that. And that, that's very dangerous because when you're comfortable, that means that basically you're not willing to move and not willing to change yourself for the better. That's right. And that's one thing our forefathers didn't believe in. 
they knew that they, if they were to remain obedient and compliant, that King George and King James and any other king that came before them were just going to rule over them with an iron fist. And there was nothing that, that they really couldn't do because now they don't have any rights because they didn't stand up for them enough. Period. Well, and that's exactly it. So, guys, like I said, that's, you know, one last thing I do want to say is because I do want to talk about, like, you know, Obviously, it was Veterans Day and stuff like that. Like I said, we paid homage. Then, like I said, again, we want to thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. But also, I do want to say this for all the working men and women of this country, right? Like as far as that, that put the 9 to 5 in, put the 7 to 12, whatever it is, right? Is that because I've also been taking, you know, uh, uh, how do I put this? I've been taking back with a lot of things the way this country's been ran for the past, well, since under the Biden administration, I will say this, right? The price of everything is going up. Guys, like in times of triumph, trust me, you will pull through because guess what? We're not going to let this, this crap slide no more. The majority, of, the majority of the House is Republicans. We just have to hope if basically if they, if they stick to their guns figuratively and literally and make sure that basically that we hold them accountable, like I said. That's right. Or you know what? If we can't hold them accountable, forever hold our peace. Exactly. You know, because then, then you know what? We get what we ask for. Amen to that. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to sign off here. Listen, Frankie, it was great to have you on here again. Hopefully next time we'll have uh, Vinny on here, you know, when he can hop on and uh, – Get his thoughts about basically, you know, comparing the Civil War to, you know, what's going on with it today. Absolutely. You know, history, right. History does repeat itself. Yeah. So let's do our best to make sure that doesn't happen this time, gang. Yep. So once again, Frankie, it was a pleasure. Like I said, you know, guys, we'll be, we'll be back more with more content or anything else is that. Just stay tuned as well. So stay relentless, everyone. Have a great night. We'll be back on here next weekend. Everyone take care now. Yep. See you later. <laughs> Fight or die. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Hoorah, Patriots. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.